0: Doc Smo here, your PEDCAST host. Thanks for joining me today. Newsflash. Life expectancy in the United States has fallen for the past three years straight. I'm sure there are many reasons for this, but I'm afraid that this fact may not just be a temporary aberration, but a glimpse of things to come in the future. Could it be that your children's life will be shorter and sicker than the one you are living Could the obesity epidemic among American children be teeing up this generation for a world of hurt in the future? Well, I fear so. And if you stay with me for a few minutes, and I I will explain this to you, and more importantly, what you can do today to protect your children. Welcome to Portable Practical Pediatrics, a podcast for parents and families, a place dedicated to children and their well-being. And now, direct from Studio 1E in Charlotte, North Carolina, here's your host, Dr. Paul Smolin. One of the biggest adult health problems in contemporary America is adult-onset diabetes, and its precursor, pre-diabetes. It's estimated that there are about 100 million adults who suffer from one of these disorders. You heard me right, 100 million in the United States. Well, there are only 326 million Americans, and 74 million of them are children. Some simple math tells me that 40% of adults in the United States are now pre-diabetic or full-blown diabetics. And with diabetes diagnosis comes a whole host of horrible potential tag-along diseases like kidney failure, blindness, heart disease, loss of limbs, Alzheimer's dementia, and more. But it may all be preventable, especially if we start the prevention in childhood. What is this magic prevention, you're wondering? Well, eat like humans have done since the beginning of time and how your grandma told you to eat. That's how. Let me explain. Here's the thing. I don't believe that humans were designed to eat continuously. In fact, until the 20th century, they never have. For people living before the Industrial Revolution, there were inevitable periods of fasting, like when the hunting was bad, when crops failed, or when the tribe simply had to move on in a hurry. Our ancestors certainly didn't have access to the wealth of food that we have today, and their bodies were adjusted to periodic starvation. Their bodies and metabolism learned to maintain their health during times of fasting or even starvation. In fact, researchers today believe that going without food at times improves our health. Today's science backs up the notion that fasting is helpful. Don't believe that? Check out the links in my show notes. Now let's fast forward to today and look at where we are in terms of the way we feed children in America. Forty percent of calories eaten by a child are done so out of the home. Sixty-one percent of calories are coming from processed foods. Snacking is abundant. Average sugar intake for a child is about three times the amount that is recommended. Add to that a marked decrease in physical activity for today's children, and no wonder we're in the midst of an obesity epidemic. And here is the take-home message. It's exactly these factors that are going to drive the serious health problems for today's children in the future, when they're older. A few years ago, I made the argument that children are snacking way too much in America and that it is hurting their short-term and long-term health. I still believe I was right about this point, and the recent surge in adult-onset diabetes, along with the following falling lifespan of Americans, reinforces my argument. Somehow, we got the idea that even very limited periods of time without food should be avoided, especially in children. Wrong. 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 My original crunch-out campaign, that's what I called it, the crunch-out campaign, was meant to convince parents not to feel compelled to throw snacks at their kids every few hours. Let me quote from my original post. Quote, So when your little Johnny or Janie has a snack that contains carbohydrates, another word for sugar, especially a snack that has no fiber to slow down the sugar absorption, their little pancreas has to make insulin pronto to unlock the door to fat cells to remove the sugar from their blood. If they can't, a dangerous rise in blood sugar occurs. So what do you think is happening when you, the parent, throws puffs, goldfish, cookies at a child all day? Not only does this uh, tend to make them overweight, but it keeps their insulin levels high all day, an unnatural, unhealthy state. Recent studies show that children are snacking at least three times a day, on top of three regular meals, taking in an extra 300 to 500 calories per snack. Kids are moving towards a state of constant eating, and once these patterns become habit, they will be hard to break going into adulthood. 27% of calories kids consume are due to snack foods, paralleling the increase to 16% obesity rate in recent Years. A strong relationship between obesity and insulin uh, levels in the blood has been found, undoubtedly resulting from constant intake of sugary snacks and juice pouches. End of quote. Well said, if I do say so myself, but is all loss? Is the American diet and culture so toxic that your children are destined for a sicker, shorter life? Are things hopeless? Absolutely not. In fact, I believe with the correct moves on your part that your children can enjoy an extremely long, healthy, and happy life. And recent evidence is pointing us in the right direction. Research has shown that weight control is the key to type 2 diabetes prevention in both children and adults. No meds, no pharmacy, just lifestyle changes that will keep your children uh, healthy and at a healthy weight. You can do this by eliminating snacks, by eliminating their consumption of sugary beverages, and getting them away from screens and pushing them outdoors to play instead. You just have to decide that all these measures are vital for their short and long-term health. And even though these moves may not be popular with your children, you are the ultimate arbiter of what is best for your children. Remember one of my favorite Doxmo Pearls quote, parents create the reality in which their children live, end of quote. Take an honest look and make sure that you are creating a healthier reality for your children today. Evidence is now showing us that a little fasting, that means eliminating most snacking between meals, eliminating sugary drinks and other sources of added sugar, and more physical activity is your child's ticket to health and a life Free of diabetes and its terrible consequences. Let's give it to Grandma. She was right again. Snacking is harmful. Well, thank you for joining me today for another edition of Portable Practical Pediatrics. If you find the information you hear in this podcast useful and relevant, please consider taking a moment and writing a review where you get your podcasts. This is Dr. Paul Smolin, also known as Doc Smo hoping you will definitely hold back when it comes to giving your children all those snacks. Until next time. I would like to thank the following people for their assistance in the production of this podcast. Dr. David Jaffe, the voice of the introduction. Robert Beezer, the composer-arranger of the intro music. Anne Gesner, my wonderful content editor, Benjamin Smolin and Jerome Moof, the talented musicians who produced this delightful theme music, Sarah Smolin and Nathaniel Horlick for their digital wizardry, and Wendy Smolin Esquire and Seth, the Rocket Man barrister Jaffe, for their inspirational guidance. Thanks, guys. By listening to this podcast, you agree to all of the terms and conditions found at the docsmo.com website. This docsmo.com PEDCAST is informational only. Dr. Smolin does not diagnose, treat, or offer specific medical advice for your child. For specific medical advice regarding your child, consult his or her health care provider.